Amen. So uh, I'm going to not, because of time, I'm not going to go through a, um, a long, like I usually do. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. Oh, my goodness. I'm um, goodness. I was not skipping church a couple of weeks ago. Um, but anyway, I'll leave that alone. But it's good to be back. I'll just say this. Um, my message this morning and continuing with our Ephesians, um, as we go through the book of Ephesians, we've been going through that over the last several weeks. And, uh, and continuing that, I have a message this morning that I want to bring that's similar and kind of different. Um, and it's the title of my message is a called a call to be different. And so I'm going to need some help this morning because I have an illustration that I want to I want to uh, I want to do. So I need people. Um, Isaac, I need you. Oh, oh, sorry, I picture. Okay, okay. Let me pick you. Yeah, um, Michael, let me let me pick you. Mike, come here. Come here. Um, um, here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Here's a bat. There you go. And um, what's? No, it's it's not to hit things. I mean, well, it is to hit things. Um, uh, Dennis, come here. Come here. I want to call you up here. Come here, Dennis. Dennis. Um, and Alanya, come on up. Let me let me um, let me get you. Actually, Dennis, uh, kind of stay where you're at. Let me give you this. Can you catch with a... Mm. Oh, yeah, good, good. Alanya, here you go. I need you to stand right about mid-aisle, and let me give you... Um, here, oh, here's a baseball. There you go. Here's a baseball. And, um, yep, there you go. There you go. Yes, so... Yes, so... Um, so, as you can see, Dil, I mean, uh, Dennis is back there. He is playing whatever, left field. Let outfield, outfield, and yes, he's left field, and um, and then so so obviously this is a ba- oh oh you know what um, I did forget one one more thing so obviously we're playing baseball this morning right but I forgot I forgot one more thing I need one more volunteer who's want to be a volunteer no uh, okay Isaac come on up Isaac here you go I'm gonna give you this to help us play baseball there you go so how many of you remember how many of you are old enough to remember the um, one of these things is not like the other, right? Right. So <clears throat> here we go. So here we are. Um, so what are some rules to baseball? Like just interact, right? What are some rules to baseball? Three strikes, you're out. Absolutely. What are some other rules? What's that? Run the base. You got to run the bases. You got to start it first. You got to go to second. Um, if Dennis is enough, is good enough to catch your fly ball, you are out, out right? You are out if he's good enough. He's not. He's not. Uh, better at golf, maybe. Better. No, 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 no. Uh, fishing? Maybe, maybe, maybe. We've fished it. We've done both of those things together. And we've had bad days in both of those things together, haven't we? So, yeah. So, this is a game. So, the, the idea is this is a game, right? But there, But you bring this into it. Isaac's bringing his football to a baseball game, right? What's that? You get, that's not a lie. Uh, or, or the things that are also are different is um, Atlanta succeeds in games like this, and Atlanta does not succeed in games like this. I'm just saying, it's just the way it is. As a Falcons fan, it's so sad. It is so sad. It is so sad. And I'm not talking about that other the school that's like, like like two hours away down the street that we're not talking about that that school right that we won't name, um, so uh, <laughs> so but the idea is like look this these rules to this game are vastly everybody say different different, different than the rules to this game, 
right? The way they score is different. The way you, the way you, um, the way you score, the way you, the way that the inning, that the innings, the quarters are set up, the way the time structure is all very different. I say different. So my message this morning is a call to be different. I want you all to lay these, just kind of lay these up on the, on the, um, up, up, lay them up on the altar this morning. Yeah, just lay them up. Yeah, we do. We need to lay those things on the altar. Give these guys a hand. For, appreciate you guys. It's a call to be different. It's a call to different. And when we talk about, um, we talk about um, our life as Christians, our life as people of God, it's interesting that the Bible is very clear about people of God and the people who aren't of God. We are called to be different. Different, as different as a football is to a baseball game. Vastly different. The rules are different. The way you play the game is different. And so we see that all through Scripture. We see when the... um, when God sends the people into the promised land, he said, I want you, when you go in, you need to be different. Matter of fact, here's all these rules. Here's all these rules that you're going to have to have to be different. I don't want you to be like them. Be different. The story of the book of, of, of all the kings, right? They, they got in trouble. The, 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 different, the different kings went, during the times of the kings, they got in trouble when they started to become like the like the other people, the people who weren't of God, right? They started to take in worshiping other gods and taking other practices. And that's when we see those kingdoms kind of, they fall. They're called to be different, right? And then you see it in Daniel. Daniel was the one guy who stood up and was different. I'm not going to eat those things. I'm not going to, I'm not going to participate in this stuff. And the, the three, the three Israelite um, guys, right? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, like these guys were, were, they stood up and they said, no, 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 we will not be like the pagan worship people. We are a people of God and we act different. And then we see that in the book of Psalms, and it says, it's not up here. So it says in Psalms, it says, happy is the one who does not walk in the advice of the wicked or stand in the pathway of sinners or sit in a company of mockers. Instead, he delight, his delight is in the law, in the instru- I got it in my head. Let me read it, what's on the page. His delight is in the Lord's instruction, and he meditates on it day and night. And then we hear in 1 Peter, where he says that you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, the people of God, a holy nation, a people for his possession, so that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into light. Different, light and darkness, vastly different. So the call is for us to be different. And let me say this now before I may forget. The way we are, post, are called, we, we don't have to become like other people. Our job is to become like him. The strategy is not to see how close we can get to other people and other and people who are godless, right? Or God, people that don't honor God. That's not the goal. The goal, goal is to be like him. 
So let's break this down. Let's go to Ephesians, since we're here. Ephesians chapter 5. We're in chapter 5. That means next week we'll be talking about um, some husbands and wives and children and all those kind of things. So bring your seatbelts next week. What does it exactly mean to be the head of the wife? What does that actually mean? Does it mean what we think it means? Hmm. We'll talk about that next week. Um, Therefore, be imitators. Okay, now reel your mind back in for a second. Let's go back to this, Ephesians 1. Difference, difference. Therefore, everybody say different. Say, I'm called to be different. Look at your neighbor and say, you are called to be different. Difference. Therefore, in verse 1 of Ephesians 5, be imitators of God as dearly loved children and walk in love as Christ also loved us and gave himself for us. Can we process this, right? Not just read it religiously. Can we absorb this, right? And walk in love as Christ also loved us and gave himself for us. That's different. A sacrificial and fragrant offering to God. But sexual immorality and any impurity or greed should not be even heard of among you, as it is proper for the saints. Obscene and foolish talking or crude joking are not suitable, but rather to give thanks. For know and recognize this. That every sexual, immoral, or impure, or greedy person who is an idolater does not have an inheritance in the kingdom of God, of, of Christ, and of God. Let no one deceive you with empty arguments, for God's wrath is coming for those uh, uh, coming on those on the disobedient because of these things. Therefore, do not become part- uh, partners, for you were once darkness. But now you are in the light, in the, your light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of light consists of all goodness, righteousness, and truth, testing what is pleasing to the Lord. Do not participate in fruitless works of darkness, but instead expose them. For it is shameful to mention what is done by them in secret. Everything exposed by the light is made visible. For what makes every every excuse me, for what makes everything visible is light. Therefore it is said, Get up, O sleeper, rise from the from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. So glad you came this morning. These are these are things, these are this is different. And as we've read before in the first three chapters of this of this letter. To the, these Ephesians, we've, we've noticed that, that Christ has done a lot of amazing things for us. He's put us in position with him. He's seated us with him in heavenly, heavenly places. He's, giving us, he's given us authority with him. We are also raised with Christ and seated with him. And then he makes this turn in the letter in verse 4, and he says, Therefore, Therefore, do this. Therefore, live like this. And so we see he starts doing, he starts um, uh, telling some of the ideas of the way we should live. And church, we are to live different. Different. 
We are not the same. As, and, and I want to challenge you because some of us, we think a, a, thir- a certain idea of what different looks like, but let me tell you, it is vastly different, completely different than people who don't proclaim our God like we do. So he starts, let's read some of the things we read about that he mentions. He, he mentioned the sexual immorality, right? He, he mentions purity. You know, the, the Greek word for sexual immorality, actually, actually we get the word pornography from that word, sexual immorality. So basically, I, um, sexual immorality, what, is, what does all that include, right? It's it's basically sexual. Just to make it clear. Like I want to make some statements about us this morning. It's any sexual relations, acts, or indulgences outside the husband and wife married relationship. Outside of that, the Bible calls it fornication. What is the word for? That's what the word fornication means, right? Sexual immorality. And I don't have to say a whole lot about that, right? It should not, Paul is really clear. That has no place in a Christian. Now, do people struggle 100%? Do they, do they battle these issues? Yes. But let me just make it also clear, they should be battled. You should be standing against these things. Do not allow, these things are not, they are not welcome here. Right? They are not welcome in us. Matter of fact, a lot of our problems that we see in our culture are, relation, are, are related to this topic of sexual immorality. So many of our issues, so many of our problems could be solved if we were just do things. You realize that God's way is the right way, right? Right? And something beautiful that God created through the sexual relationship with a husband and wife has been perverted. And it's, and it's so far from its original intent. It is so... Far, if I would sound like such a prude, if I would talk about, and we may, we may talk about it at some point. But I would sound like such a prude if I really gave us the biblical understanding of what that's all about. It's not a. <laughs> it's it's not an exchange of physical stuff. It's so much more. It's not a transaction between two people. It's so much more. And the world has, the enemy has come and destroyed it and made it dirty and made it awful. But God made beautiful between a husband and a wife. It's a shame. He includes impurity. He talks about impurity, same kind of idea. Then he uses this word. So now that we're through throwing our stones at the whole world, then he uses this word greed. He talks about greed. The things are like that we are greedy for, right? Then he goes in to talks about the way the obscene talk. Like you're, you're like, you're like, Man, David, you're sounding really different this morning. Yeah, I am sounding really different this morning. For those of you who are new, like this is not a normal kind of thing that we, but we need to address these things as the people of God. We're called to be different. Different.
we have this 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 greed and 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 um i i am uh, just personally personal opinion I, I i do love capitalism i think i i love it but we have to be careful because we have to and in, in, in embrace that capitalistic idea with not a heart of greed because generosity is supposed to be able to flow from our right but if we don't we don't we don't think like this thing that that capitalism can be a bad thing because of ungodly attitudes So Paul then goes on and talks about that the difference between dark and lightness. But but let me just stop right here because I want to switch gears a little bit because this is many of you grew up in like some of the things I'm saying go, I remember, oh man, you sound like my old Baptist preacher when I was a kid. You sound like my old, you know, my old youth pastor talking about sexual immorality and pornography. I mean, you were you sound like that guy, right? How many of you are like that? You're like, oh, that sounds like my old, my old stuff, right? And we have focused on that stuff for many years and years and years. Like I was a youth pastor. I said all those things, right? Jessica remembers when I would say all those things, right? And uh, Kim would remember those things. But, but you know what? Like, you know what we forgot to mention? The things that we should be doing. We forgot to mention those things that we should be acting on. We were the we were so far the no 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 stop it stop it stop it stop it stop it religion. But we miss this whole other idea. Like Paul says, like one of the ways that we'll be different is not just because we don't watch movies that other people watch, or we don't see those other things, or we don't do those things, right? And we and we mentioned all those things, and that was different. And in my school back in the day, like I went to a high school that you couldn't have your hair on your ears or on Pastor Nick, because you're supposed to be different. And evidently, short hair was equal with godliness somehow. I don't know what book of opinions that was in. But that somehow that your long hair was long. I mean, we had it so messed up. But the thing is, like, what about this idea? Why didn't we emphasize walking in love with one another? Yeah, it's all the don'ts and no do's. Walk in love with others. We're people that should be people that give thanks and are encouraging. People of, not the people of darkness, but people of light, vastly different. And, and what about this word? He brings up this word in, um, in verse, um, let me look, find it. He uses this word um, that we should walk as children of light, not darkness, different. For the fruit of, of, of light consists of all goodness. There's a word we don't use hardly anymore. Goodness. Goodness is one of those words that we kind of ethereal look at as like, oh, that's like divine word, goodness. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me. And, and um, oh, that's just, 
I'm just, it's just good, goodness. But you know, that, that's, that's not just ethereal, it's tangible. Like you can see goodness. It's, goodness is, I wrote this in my notes, that like goodness is a response to the goodness God has shown me. And I show that to others. Because remember, we're supposed to be imitators of God. Goodness is a behavior. It's not ethereal. Goodness is a behavior. And, and, and I looked up the word goodness, and, and the way it was defined is, um, think about some of these words, and think about our own lives. So how are we doing in these areas? Friendliness. Generous. Generosity. Generous with others. Kind. It's the very opposite. If you think about, if you break it all down and you think about the, the negatives that we talked about, the sexual immorality and the, and the greed, right? When you think about those things, they're very self, uh, self-fulfilling things, right? There's things that, that gratify the self. I'm greedy. I want more. I want more. I want more. Not for you, for me, me, me. Matter of fact, I want your stuff. I want, right, I want that. For me, me, me. The me monster. More for me, 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 king me, bring me. And that's completely not the way the Bible calls it darkness. The Bible calls it works of darkness. See, aren't you glad you serve a God? who generously pours out grace to you. Aren't you glad? Aren't you glad that God generously gives to you? You know, I'm, I'm doing a study, um, and you know when it, it talks about the gifts, like the pastor, prophet, teacher, evangelist, all those things that we talked about a couple weeks ago? You know that word is actually the word grace. They're graces. Charis is the word. It's a grace that's been given to us. But but what we have, not we, the other church down the road, but not we, because we got it all right, amen? <laughs> That's a joke. But, but what people have done is they went, I'm the pastor. I'm the man of God. I deserve respect and honor. I am the, te- I'm a teacher. And I reserve, I need, as a matter of fact, I'm, warm, I'm a prophet. Those people are the best because they put the prophet little thing right across there. I'm a prophet. And, and oh, yeah, when you address me, um, I am prophetess so-and-so. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> this is, this is, listen, this is a gift undeserved gift that's been given to a person for a purpose to fulfill, to serve others in the body of Christ. Get off your high horse and serve people. It's a grace given to you. You think you deserve that? It's a grace given you. It's a grace given you. That's the word. It's a gift. It's a grace given you. That's why Paul in almost all his letters when he starts out, because I am apostle by the grace of God. He understood. 
Thank you. It's true. This generosity of being kind, being gracious with um, <laughs> this idea. And what I was saying is it's complete opposite of, of what, what's normal to what we would seem normal is to be selfish and all for me, more for me. And all of those negative things that we talk about, greed, the sexual immorality, it's all for me. And God says, no, if you're like me, if you're imitators of me, there'll be goodness that flows out of you. Great. That means you're generous with your money, with your time, with your emotional energy. You're generous with others. called to be different, different, different. And he talks about righteousness, that how we act. Do we act as people that please the Lord? Like my goal, is, he says, test the, what you do to see if it pleases the Lord. Like we're called to be different. Truth, he, he uses this word in righteousness and in truth. And this is not just factual correctness. This has to do with your integrity of matching what you believe to how you act. Greg Crescell wrote a book a long time called, called The Christian Atheist. It's a great book. Actually, he renamed it because I don't think it was selling as many because it was kind of offensive. But, um, but it, the idea was this, that people, the Christian atheist is the idea that, that we acknowledge God as we're Christians, but we deny him with our lifestyle. He calls them the Christian atheist. That what they actually believe doesn't match up to what they do. And so we're called to be different. As different as a football in a baseball game. Completely different rules. Completely different ways to score. Completely different. Let's read some more. So that's fantastic, David. I feel terrible about my whole existence. Well, I'm glad you didn't leave because it's going to get good. Ephesians 5, let's continue reading. Same idea. You hear me? Same idea. Paul doesn't change. We, we take this scripture and pull it out and we teach it. But Paul doesn't, he's not changing his idea. He's still talking about being imitators of God. Pay it, pay it and he says it. Pay careful attention then how you walk. Not as unwise people, but as wise. May seem most, most of the time because the days are evil. Be careful because there's evil stuff going on. Don't let that influence you. So don't be foolish, but understand what the will of the, the Lord's will is. And don't get drunk with wine, which leads to reckless living, but be filled with the Spirit. Say filled with the Spirit. Speaking to one another in psalms, hymns, a spiritual song, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. So that's always bothered me, like singing, because it says, um, speaking to one another in psalms, hymns, like I'm going to come up to, to Rachel and go, um, you know, you will, God will always be holy, holy forever, Rachel. And um, he's the king of kings. And he's like, what does that mean to worship, like sing to each other? Actually, this this idea of what he's saying is, is, um, um, He's saying, speaking to you all in psalms, hymns, spiritual songs. What does that look like? It means what we just experienced a little while ago. 
that we are all worshiping God together. And that what that does is it creates this unity in the body that we are all singing together to our God, right? It's this, it says, it's basically this idea of um, uh, you all singing, right? Not, not me singing to, that would be awkward if I just started singing to you. Yeah, D- yeah, you know, D- Dylan would totally just kiss my head. That's what he would do. But he says, listen, he says, do you know what's going to be the thing that causes you to be different? It's not just a bunch of rules. He says, listen, if what's going to be cause you to be what God wants you to be is for you to be filled with his spirit. Completely filled, controlled by his spirit. Like only the spirit of God can root out selfishness in us. Only the spirit of God can free us from things that shouldn't be in our lives. Amen? That, that God, this was, listen, if all we do is list a bunch of rules of do's and don'ts, and we pull out the work of the Spirit of God, we're just in the same position as Old Testament believers who had no power to overcome and be the image of God. We have been given such a grace that the Spirit of God can come into us, transform us to become different. Because if I'm going to be in His image, I'm going to be imitators of Him, I need His Spirit to come in and change me and change how I walk and change how I live. That means then that what Julie was talking about in your own private time, and you're coming to church, is vital to you. Because actually he says one of the ways, like one of the ways to be filled with the Spirit is actually what Jessica talked about last week is worship. Spending your time in honoring of God and and expression of your great love for Him. I was in a car, I'm just going to share this. In relation, by the way, if you didn't hear Jessica's message, it was really, really good. One of the really good message on on worship. And so, and if you weren't here, I mean, I'm so glad everybody came fully clothed. Because that was a comment. Ta-da! So, I listen. I listen. (laughs) So, I was in a car, like this... I want you to just get this, right? I'm in the car this morning, and um, actually, God's been really dealing with me about, like, I, I am an old, I love old hymns. I do, I really do. I love, um, I'm, yes, I do love old hymns, and I do love the um, theological aspects of all the old hymns. They're really great. Um, there's some really good, solid theology in some of those, some, most of those hymns. Um but um, so I'm kind of into it. I like to read it. I like to read, especially um, 1800s, 1700 saints, how they express their love for God. It's kind of where my nerdiness. I love that. And so I'm, I'm actually singing that song I quoted. And that song, it says, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. You know, and I'm in the car and I'm listening to the Shane and Shane version, which is not a bad version. Let me just go ahead and sing. Oh, I am. A, I turned into a Shane and Shane fan. I do. I like those guys. Really good. And so I'm listening to that song. And, I'm, and I'll, I'll be honest. I'm, I'm driving down Kellogg Creek, coming here, and I'm a wreck. I got 
tears coming down my face. I'm just loving God, and God's presence is in, in the car, and it's just beautiful. I'm like, let me just say, this doesn't always happen. I know I'm a pastor, and it's supposed to be, but it doesn't always happen. This is wonderful, just God's presence in the car this morning as I'm just worshiping God. And, and, um, and, and I, one of the things I do love, I, I know, uh, one of the things I do, I love, I love nature. I love animals. Julie and I just got back from uh, one of the things we did, we went to Stephen Foster Park. We went and went and uh, boated with alligators. It was amazing. Like literally like hundreds of alligators. It was, it was legit. Like I'm, I am not even kidding. Uh, call me, uh, come and see me after I'll show this picture of me like standing on a dock and literally there's an alligator right there. It was amazing. Amazing. Rachel says, don't be doing that. Alligators are crazy. She said. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, so I love nature. And, and honestly, when you love that kind of stuff, I believe God kind of speaks to you many times through that kind of stuff. So I'm, I'm in this, I'm in the car and I'm just worshiping God. And right before I get to the bridge to the lake, this, it was like a 10 point buck comes bounding out of the woods and goes trampsing in front of my, thankfully far enough away that we didn't have problems this morning. But, um, and it was like the most beautiful thing. I mean, his, his horn still had the velvet on it, you know, and all that. It was just gorgeous, just impressive and big. And, you know, I know some of you guys are thinking venison. No, I mean, I was, it was beautiful. But it was like such a, listen, it was such a kiss of God in that moment for me. And then I was even more of a wreck. Like, just totally, I'm about to pull off the road. But those things I felt, and, and in, those, in that moment, I just felt so infused with him, with God. In a time of worship and praise and honoring to him. We don't live, we're not called to live unrestrained lives. We're called to live different. I have one more example in my bag of goodies. Because this illustration of baseball and football, there's still like, there's still games. I, I want you to understand how vastly different. This, we got this um, because we have a tree stump in our yard that will not die. It decides to keep growing and growing sprouting all around it. And it's, and we don't like it. So we got this cool stuff. It is, oh, it's, I hope I get a sponsor. Do I get a sponsor for this? <laughs> Spectricide. Stump remover. I don't know if it works or not yet because it still hasn't been open. Um, so you take, you take a drill, you drill down into the stump. You take, like, I had to go buy, like, a foot-long drill bit. So you can drill it all the way down into the stump. Then you pour this stuff down in it, and it's supposed to die. It's like Roundup on steroids, right? Actually, it's, it's, um, does this stuff work? You know, have you ever used this stuff? Yes, granules in it. Yeah, there's granules. Anyway, anyway, then you pour water down in it. So this is, this is, uh, sorry, we're having, like, conversation. But then, I want you to see how vastly different. They have an orange. Exactly. Huh? These are 
so vastly different from each other. Actually, one brings death and one brings life. As we live our lives, we can bring life, the life of God, by the power of the Holy Spirit within us, by what we say, how we act, our respect for one another, our love for one another, our own, you, you realize like living holy is healthy. Living right before God is healthy. It's good for you. It's actually the way you were designed to live. Or I can put death in me or I can do it in others. But by God's spirit, you tell me which one God wants us to be. It's bigger than football and baseball. It's, it's, it's more different than just, hey, stop, you know, don't smoke cigarettes and don't cut your hair. I mean, cut your hair and women don't cut your hair. Women do cut your hair and all this, all this stuff. It's so much bigger. And it's so much different. Like, I am not to look like this world, this word that we've used for years, the world. I'm supposed to live and look like people that live in the light of God and who he is. The, listen, the world doesn't need us to become more like them to win them to Christ. The world needs to see people of God acting in the image and likeness of the one who died for them. That's what the world needs. We don't need to continually, we have made that mistake. And I, I believe it's cost us great. Yep, that's different. Are we good? I want us to be challenged to live differently. And, oh, come here, Julie, come here, Julie. I want you to. You're going to close this. And I want you to share what you said about goodness as it relates to um, creation. Oh, yeah. yeah. We were talking about goodness this morning when David was talking to me about the message. And, and goodness, the word goodness, it's, it's woven all the way throughout the Bible. Mm -hmm. Like back, if we look at Genesis in the garden, right? What was it that they reached and they took the fruit and she, they, she saw that it was good, right? Good. So there's that word good, right? And then what did it give him? Gave him the knowledge of good and evil. So that word good is from the beginning all the way through good. There's good and goodness. Cause you know what? God, the whole thing at the beginning was about a struggle between defining good and bad, good and evil. And we decide that we want to define what's good and what's bad. But God said, no, I've already got that. In fact, look to me. So when we talk about good and goodness, it's tied into godliness, which is like, we're like God. We're doing what God would do if he was right here. So in the way that I treat David or the way that I treat Jessica, that, that, that I am treating her with the respect and love that if God were right here in mm. this skin, mm. that's what he would, he, he treats her. He, that's what he would do because why? Because 
I am godly or I am letting his goodness flow through me, right? The goodness that he shows me flows through me because why? And then that ties into me being a child of God. As as I am a daughter of God, I realize that I represent him. What do I do? I imitate him. I do what he would do if he were right here. So goodness is tied all the way through God's story that we're a part of. So good. Yeah, that's really good. Goodness. Let's all stand together. Hmm. Let's just bow your heads for a moment and... And this was a this is one of those messages, right? That um, that can be very convicting, and and should be very convicting to all of us. That we're called to be different, and goodness. Uh, well, another thing Julie said this morning, so good. She said, "Goodness is just not better than somebody else." Yeah, it's not good, better, best, right? Mm, yeah, that's so good. You should be preaching. That's a, that's a cultural, listen, that's a cultural definition of good. It's not good, better, best. It's, it's, it's not like God and like God. Amen? That's what we're called to live. Guys, listen. So close your eyes right where you're at. Guys, we, we, we have a lot to grow. A lot of room to grow. And let me add this. You, because Scripture says the just shall live by faith. And so many of these things, we want to lash out and defend ourselves. We want to stick up for ourselves. We don't want to forgive others and release others. We want to run our mouths about things, about others. When God says, will you just trust me? Do you trust me that I have your back? Do you trust me that I can take care of you? Yeah, they treated you bad. Yeah, they, they did some things that they weren't supposed to do. And yeah, it hurt and harmed you. And it brought, it brought trauma to you. Yeah. But God says, will you trust me enough to understand that I got your back? This is, this is, a, this is always been, a, it's always a faith wall. So God, we pray. Would you transform us into your image? Would you help us be people? And God, would you so fill us with the Spirit of God that all of these things that we've learned about, yes, our authority in Christ, yes, what we've been given in Christ, the gifts of the Spirit, the working of of power, but also the fruit of the Spirit. God, would you empower us that as we go out into this world, God, we could be 
imitators of God to our world, that we would be so different that the world would have to take notice. God, as this world grows darker, God, I pray you would, I pray the light of God that your word says, awake, O sleeper. Awake, O church, from your dormancy, and Christ will shine his light in you. God, so shine your light through me this week that they will see the good works and they'll glorify you, God. God, we thank you for your goodness. I thank you, God, that we're extending your goodness everywhere we go. Put your hands out in front of you. Father, I pray you just fill us fresh. Come on, just ask him right where you're at. God, I need you. God, I can't do this without you. God, I'm such a jerk. I'm so selfish. I'm so, I got like all this stuff, God, but I, but by your power and your spirit and filling me, God, I become someone I could never be in my own strength, God. Fill me, God, afresh and anew. Change me from within, God. Weed out things that are not of you. God, let me shine of your goodness everywhere I go. In the mighty name.